How do you learn to handle competition so you don't lose your mind or even worse, throw in the towel? Hi, welcome to another episode of Business Mindset Mastery. My name's Heather Gray. I'm a mindset and performance coach for business owners, leaders, and entrepreneurs. You can always find me over at choosetohaveitall.com. And today we're diving into all things competition. How do you hold your head up high? How do you keep doing you, staying in your own lane, staying focused on yourself when people around you are trying to copy you? Take your ideas, make money off your words, and take the easy road to build their businesses. That's what you deal with in the land of competition. And as online business owners, we need to get a little bit more resilient in learning how to handle it. Here's today's listener question. Heather, you probably remember me from last month. I sent you links to someone else's podcast where they were saying things that sounded like you. You. I also mentioned that other business partners were suddenly partnering up and teaming up to offer sales and mindset trainings like you and Jess are. You were so easy in your response and so unaffected, even though all these master classes and workshops doing the same thing you were doing were suddenly popping up everywhere in my newsfeed. I can't stop thinking about it and thought it might be a good episode for your podcast. You said it was about competition, but it's not. It's someone copying your work, someone using your ideas ideas to sell their shit. They see you doing something, being successful, getting attention, and they just want to take the easy road. How are you so okay with that? I hope your listeners don't think I'm weak for saying this, but this is really affecting me. I'm hesitant now to even put my own content out there because I just keep thinking it will be inevitably stolen. We're told to give our best content out there so people know, like, and trust us. Seeing what is happening to you makes me question the point. Why give away my best stuff just so someone else can skip steps and steal it? Why do you bother? Why should I? I feel like I'm standing still since we corresponded and you have so clearly moved on without another thought. I don't get it. Can I have whatever you're drinking? I need some. Okay, yeah, you, you might need a little bit of something, something, but you also need to take a deep breath here. I want you to go back a couple of years. I don't even know like where you're from, so this might not be a good reference, but a couple of years ago, a New York City bakery came out. I always come back to bake goods whenever possible. All things donuts forever. But in any case, I don't know if you remember a couple of years ago, um, this baker, um, oh gosh, I can't remember his name, but he came out with this thing called the cronut. It was the combination of a croissant and a donut together with some sweet chantilly cream in the center. And it was, by the way, a magical bite of food. So, so good. But it became like this sensation in New York City where the tourists and the locals alike were outside this bakery at like 5.15 in the morning with a line like from the door, you know, down the street. And the bakery would be sold out of that day's cronuts within 15 minutes of the bakery opening, right? And within like, you know, a blink of an eye, suddenly every bakery in New York City, outside of New York City, they're coming up with their own version of the cronut, their own next big thing, because something caught on like lightning, sold like gangbusters, people wanted it. So you start to create the thing that people want. 
That's what business owners do. It feels like to me that the idea of competition, I don't understand why it's so much more threatening in the online space. So Coca-Cola and Pepsi are pretty close uh, together, right? So one was invented after the other. There's like 50 million different versions of grilled cheese sandwiches and 50 million different versions of macaroni and cheese. And food is such a good thing. Good example of this, but you can see this everywhere. Like, you know, like somebody wrote the um, Gone Girl mystery, and then so suddenly there were all these other psychological thrillers coming out with similar plot points and similar surprise endings because that caught on like, you know, gangbusters. So we have to get used to in the online business space, in the entrepreneurial business space, that somebody is always going to take an idea or part of an idea and think to themselves, I can make that better. I can do that better. And wherever you go, there's going to be the bottom feeders who just want to try to take the easy way, who want their view from the cheap seats, who never freaking want to get into the arena and do it for themselves and fall for themselves. They're just going to benefit from other people's hard work and hard labor. Here's the thing. Don't tell yourself a story, first of all, that I wasn't annoyed as anything, that suddenly out of nowhere, all these sales and mindset partnerships were building. Of course, I was annoyed. And of course, Jess and I gossiped and moaned and groaned about it. But do we give it any more attention than that? No. Why would we? Because first of all, it's beyond our control. And second of all, the people delivering those products are not us. They don't have our years of experience. They don't have our like business acumen. They don't have our special relationship together that makes like delivering those products and services so seamless and easy. They, they're they not us. So yeah, they can go ahead and they can try to be like us. And for some people and some clients, they're going to be better than us. They're going to be exactly what those people need. And for others, they're just going to be a letdown and a disappointment. I can't control any of that. So why would I spend time on it when As a business owner, I know that I'm making the choice to own a business. And when it comes to business, competition is non-negotiable. So yes, when people put out a podcast and I go, huh, that sounds an awful like like something I said in your group training two weeks ago. Do I go back and say, hey, don't forget, (laughs) if you hear me in a training and then you repeat my ideas in a podcast, it would be nice if you gave me some credit. Of course, I go back and I have those conversations. Absolutely. But I don't have the time to be listening to every single person's podcast to make sure I'm not copied. And if people are taking my ideas and trying to make money off it to a point where I feel like my business health and wealth or integrity are questioned, I'll get out a cease and desist lawyer. I'll get a letter. I'll get a lawyer involved. I'm not above doing that. But my thought and my energy goes to putting on, like goes to focusing on what I can control. And I can't control what happens outside of myself and outside of my business. I can roll my eyes. I can sort of, you know, say, well, good luck with that. I can be sarcastic if I want, but I can't control it. So I'm not going to give it any energy. I'm not going to give it time. I'm not going to give it attention. Because here's the thing I know. 
is people can say my same exact words. They could listen to this exact podcast, memorize it, transcribe it, read it word for word, and they're still not going to deliver the same results because they're not me. They're not going to have my context. They're not going to have my experience. They may be able to get some listens and, you know, whatever on their podcast. But if they get a real life client in front of them, they're not going to know what the hell to do because they haven't thought about the problem for themselves and come up with their own solution. So my words are only going to take them so far in solving the problem that's in front of them. They are going to reveal themselves to be the inexperienced, you know, what's that they are. <laughs> like, I'm not worried that suddenly somebody's going to steal my content on a podcast and go and make millions of dollars off of it. Because if they're stealing, then they don't know what they're doing. Because if they knew what they were doing, they would just do it for themselves. So this idea that you're not creating content because someone might steal it, this thought that you have that you're going to be taken advantage of, um, I'm going to call BS on that. I understand that nobody wants to be stolen from. Nobody wants their words, you know, replicated and put out there under someone else's name. I get it. But if you're standing still from this, you are letting fear drive the car and you are riding shotgun in your own business. And that does not work because we could just replace that with anything. What if you do a podcast and nobody listens? What if you write the latest blog post and everybody, you know, like shares it and makes fun of it and (laughs) you get all these likes and shares and it's only because people are mocking you? What if, what if, what if? You can't control for every possible outcome. And the idea that you're not going to put yourself out there, that's not the boss decision. That's not the leader decision. That's not the person running your life decision. That's fear talking. And you're not going to get anywhere with that mentality. What you need to do is have a plan. If you are really genuinely concerned that you have content that could be stolen and you care about it that much, take the time to get it copyrighted. Take the time to get a lawyer and to see what you need to do to create more iron tight um, seals around your intellectual property or be prepared to hire a lawyer to write cease and desist letters for you whenever needed as needed. Have a plan for it. If you're so afraid of it that you are being held captive by it, plan for it so that you have your solution and you can get on with it and on with running your business. I I heard really clearly in your first letter to me that I didn't read on this podcast how much you respect me and my talent, how hard it is to watch people cheapen the things that I say and do. I want you to know that that's what matters to me. That's what I hear and that's what I see in your letters and your correspondence to me. And I value that. I only have so much time and energy to give around to people, right? Uh, My inbox, I, I can only like spend so much time on it. So I can decide to read the letters and spend time on the people like you who care, who are respecting me and respecting my time and my talent, or I can go outside myself and like sort of piss in the wind towards the people who clearly don't. 
So I want you to to just think about this for a second, because I I think you were really brave in making this a podcast question, and I think you are not the only one who stands still because they're afraid of competition or they don't want to give things away because they're afraid someone else will make money off their ideas or they simply don't buy into the idea of content marketing. So I I would like to think and believe that this is a judgment-free zone on this show. Obviously, you know, we're all going to have, excuse me, we're all going to have opinions. We're all going to have thoughts about it. But I think you put this, you know, question out there with really genuine intent and really, um, you know, with a thoughtful point of view around it. So I want to honor that and I want to respect that. I also, you know, as you think about building your business, you have to decide Two, there's several non-negotiables that come with running a business, but two things really importantly, like if you want to run and own a business, first of all, bar none, without a doubt, do not pass go, do not collect your $200. You have to recognize that selling comes with the territory of owning a business. That's its own podcast episode. I think I've done a couple of podcast episodes already around that topic, but that there's non-negotiables when it comes to owning a business. And one of them is competition. We see it everywhere. You know, not to not to mention donuts again. But Dunkin' Donuts used to be coffee and donuts. And then like a couple of years ago they were selling pizza because that was the thing. And they had flatbread this and you know, hokey dokey that, right? Like everybody wants a piece of somebody else's pie. Right now, everyone's making fun of the International House of Pancakes because they want to become the International House of Burgers, right? Like, again, all this food, I'm just making us all hungry here. But like, we have to like zoom the lens out a little bit and look at the big picture. And this is the reality of doing business. We have to focus on the things that we can control and let go of the things we can't. So yes, it's going to get us and it's going to grip us sometimes when people come after us, when they take a really good idea of ours and make it their own. But you also have to get a little bit of attitude, a little bit of sass, and a little spunk behind you and go, well, good luck with that. You think you can go run a sales and mindset course? Go ahead. You just try. You think you can do this? Have at it. You want to get on a podcast and share my ideas? Good luck when that client comes in front of you. It's okay to have a little bit of attitude, a little bit of faith in yourself that you're going to outlast and outshine the competition, that at the end of the day, the fakers will sort of rust and tarnish and you'll still be there to shine i i know it's not easy but i gotta tell you and i gotta be honest with you it comes with doing business if you don't want to put yourself out there because someone might steal your idea you gotta find a plan b for yourself because this is what happens when you're the boss of your business but the good thing about this here is you get to decide how you're going to manage it who you're going to be and how you're going to move through the world as you manage it. And you're going to choose different ways at different points of your time and different points of your career. But to not choose to move, to not take a step, you're not in in, in control right now. You're not running your business. You're not running your life. 
get yourself back in the driver's seat. And then you've totally got this. Thanks so much for having this conversation with me and for continuing it and for letting me know too that it was still on your mind a month later. I think it's important for people to know. Um, and I hope you understand and respect where I stand with it, that if I have to choose between sort of chasing down the competition and somebody like you who so clearly cares about the things I say and the things I do, I'm going to choose the people like you every time. So thanks for writing. And if you have another question, keep them coming. You write really good questions. I appreciate it. Thanks so much for joining me today. If you have a question and you want my two cents on your problem or situation, you can definitely find me over at heather at choose to have it all.com. I also too, I'm going to put this in the show notes for you, but if you can't invest in coaching right now, if you can't make a major investment in personal development, there is this book that I am totally pimping out and I totally own that I'm pimping out. I actually created an Amazon affiliate account just so I could pimp this book out. I love it, care about it so much. It's I Can't Make This Shit Up by Kevin Hart. It's such a good book. He has a paperback copy of the book out on Amazon, but I am really recommending that people listen to the Audible version on audio. Um, I've been listening to it with my husband for the past several weeks. I thought I was just picking up this book that was going to make me laugh and get a few chuckles in, but it has become the best personal development book, the best business book you're probably not reading. Um, I can't stop talking about it. You have to give it a listen. So I am going to put a link to the, um, I'm owning it proudly, the uh, affiliate link for this because you just have to get it. Audible lets you get your first book for free. Um, then if you don't like it, you can discontinue without in a monthly fee. I tried it by the way. I tried like signing up for Audible and then canceling, but I found that I'm just enjoying Audible so much now that I'm like totally addicted and it's, you know, it's right up there with um, all my podcasts that I'm listening to. Um, mindset sometimes is a big investment. Personal development is a big investment. Sometimes too, people don't know how to give back to me for the free content that I'm offering. Um, if you want to give back to me, this is an easy way to give back to me. You pay the same price of the book and Amazon pays me a percentage of it. So it's a win-win for you. Um, but more than anything, you just, you got to listen to this book. It's, I might actually do, if I can figure out a way to do it in a way that um, feels effective and and um, uh, important and impactful. I might do a whole podcast episode just on this book and the things this guy says. I've been so inspired by it. So I'm going to put the links for that too. Thanks so much for joining me today. I really, this is a good, good um, conversation. Thanks for having it with me. And I look forward to talking to you next time. Bye for now.